Welcome to From the Stands, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome back, Billiken fans, to From the Stands, our podcast where we talk Billiken sports. We're all about baseball today. We're going to talk baseball after the Billikens had a great sweep and we lead the A-10. We're 8-1 in the league, 22-11. I have two of our star baseball guys here today. We've got Pat Cloacy from uh, St. Louis, Chaminade High School. That's right. Right? That's right. Uh, Transfer, went to Purdue, came back to us, right? And uh, we've got Cam Redding, who isn't a... uh, it isn't a shocker to anybody who's been here for a year or two. He's got his uh, undergrad degree at SLU, working on his MBA uh, from Wilmette, Illinois, correct? Yeah. So good to have you guys. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Congratulations on a great weekend, really on a great start to the season. It's been uh, fun to get to watch and follow you guys a little bit. And I'll start with you, Pat. Uh, so as a transfer, first go here at SLU. What 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 have you learned, or what are the what are those pieces to playing here that you might not have been anticipated, or what uh, what have been the opportunities that you've seen? You've obviously played really well; it's fit really well. But how did that transfer happen for you, and how is it uh, how is it evolving on the field right now? Um, well, the, the transfer happened just because I kind of needed a fresh start. Not everything worked out where I was previously. So I entered the portal and then uh, I ended up deciding on SLU. It was a pretty easy choice just coming back home. I knew some people on the team. My parents were close. So like having the ability of my family near and coming to, like my brother went here. So like coming to a SLU that I was, or coming to a school I was familiar with was an easy choice. And then on the field, I mean, it's been a blast with like our team. I love our team. Um, the coaches are accepting, and um, it's just been a great experience all around. I didn't know your brother went to SLU. Yes. Didn't know he's, that. Yeah, he's a little bit older. Very cool. But on the field, it's obviously gone really well. It's gone really well. You've hit yeah. the daylight side of the ball. You're hitting 393, um, nine home runs, 39 RBIs. Um, you have hit the ball unbelievably well. But from where I sit, you've made some big-time plays out and right. Oh yeah, you uh, yeah. you ran one down and it wasn't a header into the wall, but it was darn close the other day. Yeah, but I, you made the catch. In fact, I thought you were going to go down. Yeah, yeah. No, I I enjoy making the defensive plays. The defense is fun, especially laying out and making cool plays. Or at least I think they're cool. Yeah. Um, I think defense is just as fun as hitting. But well, in uh, in most great players, what I've observed is they're good at both. I mean, it's hard to be. A great hitter and not be good in the field, or vice yeah. versa, right? Yeah, you got to be well-rounded. And so everywhere. you've uh, you've clearly hit it, hit the ground running, no pun intended, and gone well thus far here. Uh, Cam, you've been here a little bit. A little bit, um, yeah. You uh, you're injured early. Was it your first at bat that I saw you hit over into the softball field this it, spring? First at bat, first pitch. First pitch. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if yeah. it was the first pitch or not, yeah. but I'm like, okay, Cam's up. I all of a sudden I turn. And they put that, they doubled the, the size of the netting, mm-hmm. and you sailed that thing by about 20 feet. So I'm like, okay, we obviously need another 20 feet on the netting. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's great to have you back. You're hitting the ball well. Um, I looked up, so you've got 22 RBIs and 52 at-bats. 
So clearly you're moving, you're hitting the ball solid. Um, it's hard to come off of injury. How did you go through that process in getting yourself ready? I, as I was asking about you when you were hurt, and they said, yeah, he's starting to get some at-bats, he's almost ready, and, and clearly you had to be patient, and now you're 100% ready to go. How did you go through that process in getting yourself ready to go? Yeah, I mean, it was it was really difficult for me. You know, I've never really been hurt like that, um, and it was kind of a freak thing. I just got hit by a pitch, and I right. broke my wrist, and it just had to happen. I mean, and, and anything kind of is what it is, and you just kind of had to deal with it. Um, and kind of from the start, I was just like, you know, this is it, how it's going to go, my fifth year, but that, that's all right. So to get ready and prepared, I basically, I, I just kind of did everything I could, and that's and, and continued to, like, work hard and take advantage of other stuff off the field that I could take care of. So that's still getting in the weight room a little bit more than I would if I was playing at that time, three or four times a week. And then um, I would take like, it's because I broke my right, I'd be taking like left-handed swings and um, doing like picks with like ground balls and stuff mm -hmm. and just trying to do as much as I could so I could decrease that time um, for when I came back to just get in. And, and also like, as a baseball player, like standing in to see pitches was, I would just like do that as much as possible. Right. And we're, we're also have some technology with some virtual reality stuff that I could, that I was able to use as well. So, um, on both ends, it was, it was tough, but I did as much as I could. And it's interesting. I kind of just got thrown into it and I, I just, it's, it's easy when you get thrown in there because you don't really expect much from yourself. You just right. rock and roll. And Not a whole lot of preparation when you get thrown into the fire. Exactly, exactly. But it's been good. It's been good to be back, and it's a lot more fun playing than I said. Is there, is there any part of your body that's fresher and more ready to go now than had you not sat for the first six weeks? Um, I don't – I'm not sure. I think, I think I felt pretty good going into the year. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing I actually – my arm wasn't in great shape, and I tried to gear that up a little bit. So I didn't, right. and so I had some shoulder issues like the first couple of weeks, but that's fine um, now. But originally, it was I felt really good. I mean, I was just, and it being my fifth year, I was just I wanted to play as much as I can, you know, right. and enjoy it while I got it. I've kept saying that, just trying to enjoy it because these five years have gone by super quick, and it's been a lot of fun. So you're in the MBA program. Clearly, you took advantage of the academics as an undergrad. You're taking advantage of it again, which makes a lot of sense. As I look at our team, we're 8-1. and We're leading the league. We're getting ready to go to Dayton. But one of the things I find fascinating about your team is it appears as though there's significant uh, uh, chemistry within the, within the dugout. And I've been, I've been around to watch teams that are really, really good, and you can tell how they operate. You can tell the attitude. You can tell the sound and how people are supporting guys at bat, how they're supporting their pitchers. How do you feel that that's, that has evolving and how it continues to evolve and it continues to grow as the season's gone on so far? Because clearly, you know, when there, there's always a moment in every game that, that somebody's gotta make a play. Pitcher's gotta make a pitch, right fielder's gotta make a play, catcher's gotta throw somebody out or somebody's gotta hit, get that hit, right? Mm -hmm. And it seems as though right now it's different guys they're making that play, and the only way that can happen is if there's a good culture in there with the guys. Mm -hmm. How would you guys describe that? Um, well, first, I would say that, <clears throat> I mean, we've had a lot of different guys contribute. Right. Like, exactly. Um, on a team with, I think, 21 new kit, new yep. new mm -hmm. players. Mm -hmm. I think the only option is 
for everyone to get to know each other and become a, a unit. Like we've had people come off the bench multiple times and get a big hit or put down a bond or an arm come in and get an out. Like it's it's it hasn't been like a couple guys. It's been everyone. Right. So I mean, the ability just to stay locked in, everyone contributing, has been the biggest factor so far. I mean, everyone's done something. Right. Yeah. So it has been different guys yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I can totally second that. I think it's really interesting, especially in a year where we brought in 21 new guys and being around a long time and playing on a bunch of teams. Like I've, I understand like what that culture brings, and obviously having new pieces and a lot of really contributing pieces, it's hard for that to happen. But I think the biggest part about it, and the best way that it happens, is it happens naturally. And I think it's a lot of like what we are off the field like we love hanging out with each other we love enjoying each other's company and um we have a blast together when we're at the field you know and that's that's how that stuff happens naturally and that's what makes it really fun i think and um just the contributing piece it's also really cool that it seems like our team just like we like when we're not playing great we just like find a way and i think that's a lot to the character and the culture of the team and honestly the program as well Cam, you're one of the veterans. So, how what what have you had to do to help the new guys coming in connect into to the veteran guys like yeah. you and Tyler and some of the other guys who have been here? Yeah, I think it's for me. I mean, I don't try to like be like a, I'm not I'm I'm a pretty outspoken guy, but I'm not a very I'm a pretty positive person when it comes to around the team, you know. And I think and there's no harp on this, but there's negative people. Or not negative, but there's um, in t- more intense people out there. Just like you know, obviously the coaches and other personal personalities. And I think bringing positivity and bringing bringing connectivity together allows um, for that to happen. And I and it was fun, especially since I was here this summer in the NBA program. I got to meet guys like Pat um, early and um, got to create that relationship. And and I get, and that's another piece, like building relationships and having real conversations with people day in and day out to try to build that bond, not just with myself, but as a culture and a unit. There's no question that positive energy feeds on more positive energy. Of course. There's no question. And you won't find a great team that wins a championship that doesn't have that. Mm -hmm. You won't find one. Mm -hmm. And we're very blessed to have some teams around here that have had a lot of success. Every one of them has that. They've got that positive energy that feeds off. And then different people make different plays, right? right? And it happens over and over, and you, you couldn't be more right. That's the whole key to the deal. Is how do people, how do you build relationships? How are you connected? Because at the end of the day, when somebody's got to make that one play, and they know they're part of something bigger than themselves, then go make the play. Because yeah. it's not all on them. And it's the trust in everybody else to make that play, too. You got it. That, that's exactly right. Man, you, you could write it. You got it. After five years, Cam, yeah, you're guess, on it. I guess. I love it. I guess. Um, so, a couple questions for you guys baseball-wise. Okay. What's your mindset when you go to the plate? Pat, when, you go, when you're going to the plate, what's your mindset? Why, uh-oh, he's laughing. He, you know, this is a podcast, but he's starting to laugh, so I got, now I've got to hear this. What's your um, mindset? Well, it's pretty simple, honestly. I mean, I think the more you think, the, the more it can go wrong. Um, so, just going up there, I like to sum up, tell myself... Uh, be aggressive and see the ball and hit the ball and that's that's honestly what I think uh, depending on the situation like if there's a runner at third or something less than two outs trying to hit a fly ball get get the runner in any way how or yep um, but 
if I'm leading off an inning, just my goal is to get on base. No, no matter how, like, I got on base, I think I dropped third strike. And I was like, do the job. It's all right. Um, so just kind of doing whatever I can to help the team and just keeping it as simple as possible. Just seeing the ball and hitting the ball. Just See ball, hit ball, yeah. run fast. Yeah. Get I there, thought. get the first as yeah. fast as you can. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the reason I laugh at Pat, and he didn't want to say this, but he's the simplest, happiest person out there, and I think that just allows him to be free and just lets him, lets him roll with it. So, um, But in my case, like I, I think it changes a lot in what I'm thinking at the plate. Right now I'm kind of going off of just like staying off on top of the ball and just trying to collect hits. Sim- simplicity wins, you know. I think yeah, that's, absolutely. I think that's when you overanalyze is when stuff slows down and stuff speeds up on you and you just got to go with it. Baseball's a tough game because you can't overthink it, can't you? 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. No question. Okay. Billiken Sports Center. There are moments when there's wind. Okay. <laughs> there's always wind. <laughs> there's always wind, Cam says. Yeah. Okay. What's your mindset going to the plate when there's wind? And, and we all know it's never blown out at yeah. the Billiken Sports Center. No. It, it hasn't blown out in your five years, I, I can't no. imagine. So um, what does it does it change any or is it honestly, the same thing? Pat? Same deal. It's 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 more of the same. Just kind of when there's wind blowing in in your face, you can't get lofty and pop up balls. But yeah. I don't think of getting lofty ever. I always am trying to think like stay on top of the ball and hit a backspin back line drive. Right. And that's kind of when the wind's blowing in. That's kind of the only way to do it. Um, so hitting so, hitting something hard just anywhere on the line is kind of what you got to do I, I think and I think it's an advantage to us yeah to be honest like I, I think we, pr- we practice in that way and I mean I was talking to the St. Joe's first baseman on Friday and I was he was like is it always this windy and it was like 15 miles an hour like that's this is, this is nothing you're like you know? yeah, you, wait till tomorrow <laughs> wait, till, wait till Sunday and you're just like like and I mean we're practicing it all year and we understand it and especially Darren knows how to that we have to focus on Prepare because it's it. a it's a real thing, and you have to prepare for it at the plate too. I mean, just to try to take it to your advantage as best as possible. Yeah, we practice. We practice with it. it. Like we we imagine. Like when we practice on the field, we we think about the wind blowing in. Right percent. Okay, uh, going into a big series this weekend. Mm-hmm. What's the thought process? Um, do you want to go first? Sure. I I mean I think. I mean, it's Dayton. We all know Dayton. You know, there it's different over there, and at least in the baseball side and how they like to operate things. Um, it's a big series. Big, big series. series, and it's a rivalry series. And I think, you know, what I've been telling guys is that this could be one of the tougher, most gritty series that we're going to have to be a part of. It's right. going to be 55 degrees in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> we have to get on a five-hour bus ride, and they might not be. The Davidson, who's right behind us in the conference, but they hate us. Good. We don't like them, and we're gonna have to play our best. And I think that's that can turn turns to like preparation piece, but it's also just like we can't be last lack of days alone. We just gotta go out and go play and just right. see what happens, because and play loose, of course. But uh, absolutely, it's more of a I as I've been telling guys, I don't want people to overlook Dayton in onto like a VCU series right. or a, as I said Davidson, um, but. That's that's what I. Yeah, um, it's always there's always something about playing on the road. It's always like a little, it's always harder than playing at home. Right. 
but that's like a given. But yeah, I mean, I think just it's gonna be a battle, and we just I keep telling myself and other people that you just gotta play nine hard innings, and if that's what you do, then you won't regret anything. We we talk a lot about winning innings, yeah, you know, winning, go, go winning, in whether it's middle time. innings, late innings, you know. Yeah. Because when it's individualized like that, it could be a better focus piece. And I right. think that allows us to lock it in for that at bat or that inning and then reset and see where you're at. Because obviously baseball changes. Any game, it changes throughout the game, momentum and all that stuff. So just kind of reevaluate and see. Every pitch, every at bat counts, right? Absolutely. And, and I love your mindset towards it because that's how you go into those big games, right? Yeah. Is every pitch, every inning, the more you can break it down. 100%. And, uh, and what I've been most impressed by this team is there aren't many at-bats that go by that go wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I love watching. Um, I was talking to Darren this, this morning about um, when uh, he put the bunt on on Friday night. Yeah. I forget who barely, barely didn't get it down, but we were going to just – it, we were up to, it was yeah. just to get the third run, yeah. right? I, 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 and yes. then who got the bunt yesterday when there was a pitch at his head? Sitz. Yeah, yeah. Sitz. Yeah. He, he got that bunt down, and that ball was coming into his head. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but it told me of how focused we are just to get that next run, mm-hmm. that next at-bat, that me- next pitch that makes a difference. And that's what's been so um, encouraging from my perspective to watch you guys play. 100%. How you guys play together and you could tell you guys enjoy each other, which is cool, mm-hmm. because to, to have a great team, you have to have those relationships that everybody knows. Yeah. And so I, uh, I couldn't be more fired up. I'll be watching every pitch from afar uh, this weekend. But um, congratulations on a big, great start. Thank you. But there's a lot more baseball to Absolutely. play. There is are, a lot to We go. are fired up. So last message to Billiken fans, Pat. What do you got? Um, f- follow us. Come to the games. Uh, support and we'll do our part yeah I mean for me I think that's a great message um, we uh, I think we have a fun team and you know I know soccer and basketball get a lot of a lot of hype but this baseball team's a little different so I've been here five years it's a little different it's, it's fun. fun one it's of my all time greatest days is when I got to watch that one uh, that one game with your grandpa yeah, he and I were spent the whole time. It was yeah. it was great. My grandpa is he's still chugging. He loves it. He uh, how, how he focused on every. I mean, he was. It, we had just one of the greatest afternoons at at, uh, at the ballpark talking about young people competing to be the best okay. and what college sports means for young people. And YouTube are doing it great. And so congratulations. We're super proud of you guys. And. Uh, Good luck this weekend, and we'll do this again before the season's out. Can't wait. Awesome. All right, good job, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes Store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens!